Welcome to Because It's Tile, a podcast to help you understand the tile industry market in North America and the threats, trends, and opportunities within the marketplace. Listen as Rick Church, Executive Director of the Ceramic Tile Distributors Association, interviews tile industry leaders and creative professionals. And now, here's your host, Rick Church. Hey, everybody. It's Rick Church, Executive Director of the Ceramic Tile Distributors Association, and you're listening to CTDA's Because It's Tile podcast. I've got two very special guests with me today from longtime CTDA member Louisville Tile, Matthew Saltzman, CEO of Louisville Tile, and Crosby Hall, Executive VP of Corporate Resources. Hey, Matt. Hey, Crosby. How are you? We're doing We're great. great. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedules to spend a few minutes to talk with us about Louisville Tile and and the industry and and all sorts of great things. I wanted to start with a kind of an overarching question because you know Louisville Tile, as you know, but maybe our audience doesn't, is a family-owned business that's been around for over 50 years, and um, they're a leading tile distributor and a longtime member of CTDA. But what people might not know is that you're already into the third generation of your family business, which is something that's really unusual. A lot of businesses don't make it past the second generation, even the first generation, but let alone the second and into the third. So what's the secret of your success? Well, we could be um, third or fourth, depending on who you ask. My uh, grandfather and his father-in-law, um, you know, were in the business in uh, 1955. So I think our staying power comes from a lot of education around the pitfalls of family business and generational um, succession planning. Um, Louisville Tile has been a member of the University of Louisville Family Business Center for about 10 years. And you just have to start planning for these um, generational successions long before they happen to make the handoff as smooth as possible. That's great. It's it's great. You know, so many of the distributor members of CTDA are family-owned businesses. And many of them are, you know, first or second and fewer are third or beyond. It's great to see the dedication that Louisville Tile has made to helping to make sure it goes to the future generations of the family. Yeah, it's something we're really proud of. Being a member of a family business center, you hear a lot of stories about family businesses that are just really struggling and don't have options for succession planning. Um, So we're really proud to be able to carry the torch. And I think I remember you mentioning to me that you, Crosby, have been very involved in that family business uh, institute or organization that Louisville Tile is a part of. Yeah. So um, my brother, Travis, and I, um, he's a VP of national accounts in Louisville Tile. He's been with the company um, for over 20 years, and I've been there for 17 years. We both sit on a roundtable of what's called next-gen leaders. So we've uh, sat on that roundtable for about 10 years, and most of them are people our age or a little bit older um, in the construction industry. And we share stories about um, challenges that we face in business in general and also working with family members, um, things that are facing our industry like um, staffing challenges, things like that. And then also I sat on uh, their advisory board and was the um, chair of the advisory board for several years. That's great. So Crosby, I've been in the industry since 1993 and have known uh, various people from Louisville Tile during that time. And at least to my recollection, I think there's always, since that time, there's always been a non-family member who's been sort of the president or CEO of the business. Is that also a part of the strategy to 
help the business survive generation to generation? It wasn't a, an intentional strategy at the time when my grandfather retired. Um, you know, we had some leadership in place that was able to fill that role. And it's just, it's been comfortable for us since then. That's, we didn't have the skill set within the family to, to fill that. Um, and it's worked well for us. You know, we like to draw on the leadership and knowledge that's uh, available from outside our, outside our family to lead the company. That's great. Um, Matt and Crosby, you know, we've got, this is a really challenging time for distributors, for anybody that's in business. Supply chain issues that we're all dealing with are, are uh, causing major pains for businesses. Inflation that, the, that we're all dealing with is also a big challenge. Of course, we're all still dealing with COVID, although maybe it's a little bit different and better than it was 18 months or two years ago, but it's still there and something we're having to deal with in our businesses. And there are probably many other challenges that you're dealing with right now. What has Louisville Tile done to sort of prepare for handling those challenges? I think that I think the uh, key thing, Rick, in all of this is that when you look at a business and you face those macroeconomic and external challenges, which is what you're describing, you have to make sure that you have your own ship estate in in good form. And what I mean by that is uh, we've come in here and the number one thing that we wanted to do was to really get efficient. Because in these types of environments, if you don't have the efficiencies, if you don't have the systems in place, if you don't have, uh, particularly today, the proper technology, you're really going to have tremendous issues. And when uh, the family brought us in to, to help them with this. We come from a background that's external to the tile world. So we bring a little different perspective to the table and some different skill sets that they hadn't seen before inside the company. So we were able to bring in uh, very strong technological resources and to bring the company forward in the digital age because it's all about technology. It's all about processing big data now and understanding the data points. Uh, it's also very much about reinvesting in people and bringing talent in that can adapt to accountable systems to be able to run projects more so than just show up and, and administer the world. And the pressures that you're seeing from inflation, supply chain, all of those things, they require a modeling of the business that cannot be done without somebody understanding where you start from in order to figure out where you're going to go to. So that's really the key difference is that we brought in tremendous resources. Uh, we've promoted people from inside and we've created a set of systems that everybody can relate to and can communicate with internally so that everybody's on the same page with the same data points, same goals, same objectives, same mission. And to date, it's really been transformational for the company, I think, in a positive way. So that's that's really interesting, Matt. Tell me a little bit about the kind of technologies that you're deploying to help position Louisville Tile for success you know, into the future. Those are those really are the key issues. You know, one of the things that we faced when we came in was as many of the older line distributors face is a legacy ERP system where the data was buried inside the ERP. You can't get the information out. You couldn't run reports correctly. So the first thing we did was we brought in a technology team to be able to drill into the ERP 
and essentially use uh, Power BI reporting so that we could get dashboard reporting on a daily basis. And suddenly we could see what was going on in the business. Now we're a 12 branch company in five states, you know, close to to $100 million in revenue. That is really a lot to manage unless you have the data. There's a lot of places that things can go off. So drilling into it to get the information out of the ERP system was important. Then the next thing we did was we identified Salesforce as a partner for us. And utilizing Salesforce's platform, we are able now to be a, to engage with our clients, to engage with our customer base and our vendors, to engage internally, and to manage everything through a single point platform that's going to allow us to create reporting, dashboards, goals, metrics, uh, communication externally, incorporating marketing and, and outreach and customer service. So that will really be the primary thrust of it. And then we had a number of other initiatives that helped us with operating efficiencies, warehouse inventory turns, uh, identification of where the pain points were internally so that we could truly know what was going on instead of what we felt or guessed what was going on, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Taking that data, getting access to that data and being able to analyze it rather than operating on a feel. Exactly. Streamlining our payment processing was another initiative. Matt, you can speak to that one, our credit card processing. Um, that was that was a big one where we where we uh, we brought in a, a, a group and they came in and they looked at how we were paying for credit cards and what we were doing and where our security was. In today's day and age, there's a lot of security if you're not updated. Not only were we able to save close to five dollars $600,000 in fees by doing it the way that we're doing it, we were able to close loops that left us open to potential fraud. We were able to create a faster, easier system for everybody. And the data now can be utilized. We know where payments are and it's integrated into, along with our credit system, right into Salesforce. So we actually have a credit application system that allows people to get credit right online. And ultimately we'll be bridging over to a website and digital portal so that we will be able to have everything uh, run digitally and manage all 12 branches in addition to the ones in the future through a single central hub. That's great. Along with the technology changes and innovations, are you also either now or in the future connecting with your suppliers so that, you know, they're, can they provide data directly into your ERP? It's, it will be done uh, directly to our systems. Yes. I, I'm not technologically proficient enough to know whether it's the ERP or Salesforce, but what will happen is we, we are creating bridges with them, if you will, uh, that, that they will able to transport their data over to through, through some systems and we'll be able to take the sales and the numbers and the orders directly in a technological way without having to do manual input. And more importantly than that, we've created a relationship with them where every quarter there are scorecards that we produce for the vendors that allow us to communicate very clearly where we need help from them, where they are doing well and where there are areas for improvement. Very nice. Our purchasing uh, manager, Amanda Helen, she's really taken ownership of trying to create efficiencies in the purchasing department by creating EDI feeds with vendors that we don't have those with 
And um, we have a new IT director, uh, Mark Harbison, who is, if, if a vendor doesn't have EDI capability, he's found some workarounds to make it talk to our system where it looks like EDI to where we can create some efficiencies there to with uh, where we don't have so much manual entry going on between parties. Right. And those were two of the key things, Rick, that we did was we create a centralized purchasing system. And then Mark is reflective of the level of talent that was brought in where before we couldn't possibly have figured out how to make those systems mirror or trick the systems into working with each other. And Mark, because he has such a strong background and was such a good talent, is able to come in and immediately bring leverage points into the organization and move us down the track that much faster. That's great. So and you've talked about talent quite a bit already. Uh, One of the big challenges I think companies are having these days is finding and hiring and keeping good talent. What's your key to success there? Uh, One, you have to pay them. So uh, we've, we've actually just gone through a complete revamp of our comp and incentive plans. And uh, we now have uh, nobody who makes less than $20 an hour, whether it's the warehouse or any place else. So we've upped our minimum wage to $20 an hour for Louisville Tile. Uh, We have given them incentive compensation plans that align them directly with the uh, goals and mission of the company. So everybody's aligned and they're they're very easily controlled by by the team member in terms of their behaviors and activities. Those behaviors and activities align directly with success in their position by the installation of key performance indicators for them that we measure them by. If they do everything they're supposed to do and everybody else does everything they're supposed to do, you almost have a bulletproof chance of success as long as the world doesn't get really ugly or turn south on you. So you you have everybody aligned rowing this. It's an old acronym, but uh, you or metaphor, you you have everybody aligned rowing in the same direction. The boat moves a lot faster and you have a much better chance of getting to where you want to go. And that's one of the things that we've done. Uh, Crosby, as a family member, has been instrumental in sowing the culture from before to the challenges of today. And that's one of the reasons there's a lot of retention there, quite frankly, is that Crosby is a longtime family member and, and person that they look to in a lot of ways has really been able to balance the challenge of tomorrow and, and the discomfort of today in the change with the promise of comfort tomorrow once they get through it. And people are sticking with it and they're finding that they really, really, uh, it's making a difference for them. And they like the fact that we are a professional services company. We're not just an old line distributor, but we're actually a professional services company. And that's an upgrade in terms of mentality, professionalism, quality, everything. I love the, I love the boat metaphor little aside for our listeners, uh, there's a great book called The Boys in the Boat that all of you should get and read. Um, and it goes to Matt's point about rowing in the same direction, boys in the boat. So you've made a lot of big changes at Louisville Tile, it sounds like in a pretty short period of time to sort of set yourself up for success in the future. How are you preparing for the continuation of the family-owned business into those next generations. You've got Crosby and Travis. What are the other plans? How do you get to generation four? Well, part of our um, involvement with the Family Business Center, you know, taught us to plan for things before they ever happen. So 
We've got some policies in place for any future family members that want to work in the business. Um, you know, I have I have a, a, a small child. Travis has three small children. So we, we have some policies in place that expectations that we have for them before they ever want to come into the business, if they ever choose to. So it's not something personal against against them. It's, hey, we want you to work somewhere else for two years before you ever come into the business. We want you to have a college degree, you know. Um, so when it's uh, my daughter's turn to come in, we're, it's just not something personal against her. This was created before she was ever born. Um, and then we also have an upcoming leadership team called the Senior Management Team that is a team of people who have been around Louisville Tile for a while. There's some new people on there, but um, they have been in leadership roles, but they've been elevated to become the next generation of leaders in Louisville Tile. And they were formed late summer of last year, and they are creating a very cohesive team. And the executive leadership team is able to hand projects down to them and they take it and really put the fine touches on it and disseminate it to their teams and take ownership of it. And it's great to watch them growing and walking taller and just taking ownership of the company. That's great. Crosby, another question for you. Matt comes from outside the tile industry, I think even outside of the distribution industry, right? So what's it like as a family member, owner of a business, working with leadership that that not only comes from outside the industry, but maybe even outside the broader industry of distribution. What's it like working with someone like that? And what interesting new perspectives do they bring to the table? Well, it's funny. <laughs> we, had to t- we had to teach them some very basic tile lingo to start off with, but it's refreshing because some things that we just assume you know, are not possible or that we wouldn't think of. Um, he brings a very fresh perspective too. Um, we have, you know, he, Matt has a large group of contacts and he said, why can't I repurpose these contacts for this industry? And, you know, he's exposed us to some, some people that um, we think we're going to get some big opportunities out of. And it's not something that I think any other distributors are looking at and that we certainly never would have thought of. So it's, it's quite interesting. And also just the level of talent um, that he's been able to attract has been impressive to, I think a lot of people at Louisville Tile and the people that we're interacting with. That's great. Matt, do you have anything to add to that? It's just, it's been a lot of fun. I I, I figured that Crosby's first word would be exhausting. Would be the first descriptor <laughs> that she used. It's, uh, we brought we brought a, a much, I think we brought a fresh look, but also a, a different pace than the company may have been used to before. There's a lot of work to be done. And Crosby is, is, is my governor. She keeps me in check a little bit from a number of ways. Uh, I'm not from Kentucky originally either, so... There are some cultural things where where uh, it's a different industry than I'm used to. Coming from a Wall Street background, it's a different it's a different type of uh, interaction that we have. And so, I, I, yes, I had to learn that tile was singular, not plural. And uh, there there were certain other nuances, but I'm getting it. But the main thing is, we are a professional services company, not a distribution company. And and with that, our sole mission is to help our clients realize and recognize the vision and the objectives and goals that they have in the most professional way by providing value and quality advice to them that can help them get from where they are 
to the experience that they want to have. And that doesn't change no matter what industry that you're in. And the question becomes, where are the centric business principles that you can apply? And where are the subject matter experts that you can utilize to help translate those principles? Those subject matter experts were resident inside Louisville Tile. The business principles that we brought to the table and the ability to bring in people who had seen things done differently, you put those two together, you have a really powerful combination in an industry that not many other distribution companies have either gotten to that recognition or have the resources to provide. And because of the position that we're in financially and the engineering that we've done financially to really strengthen us as a financial powerhouse in the industry gives us many, many more options than many of our competitors. And ultimately that will show through in terms of the capture of market and the capture of leadership that we take. The other thing it's allowed us to do is kind of rethink. It's given us the opportunity to rethink the way we do everything because he doesn't, he didn't know anything about the way we did something. So when we would explain something, he would say, well, why do you do it that way? Well, why do we do it that way? Is it because it's the best way or the most efficient way or just the way that we've always done it? And I caught myself answering one day, that's the way we've always done it. And we both laughed because I put my hand over my mouth and I said, I can't believe I just answered that way. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that you think of Louisville Tile as a professional services firm. And I think that CTDA members need to be thinking of themselves that way because I think it positions themselves to compete more effectively against all the various competition there is, not just other distributors, right? I, I mean, if, if it were just competing with other distributors, then that's one thing. But companies in our industry are competing against people selling tile on the internet, right? Um, major retailers, the floor and decors of the world, certainly the home centers of the world, and more and more. I mean, there are a lot of them just touching the surface of the competition. So positioning yourself as a professional services firm, delivering knowledge, advice, and counsel to your clients to help them succeed in whatever it is they're doing, I think is a, is a really great way to think about it. Is that what you would call the vision of the next generation market leader distributor in our industry, or is there something more? I think it's the definition of us. And, and the, the, the trick is you can go to those places that you named, but nobody's going to be able to sit down, understand your business, understand your objectives, strategically have that discussion with you, and then value engineer a solution set for you. They'll let you buy tile from them. They'll sell you tile and they'll be a commodity. But for us, we're not interested in being a commodity provider. We are a value service provider. We have a value proposition. And that value proposition is what differentiates and sets us apart from the common person or common competitor in the marketplace. As you roll forward, If you can't provide a significant value proposition, and you'll only be able to do it if you make the investments that the family is making now in the business into the people, the technology, the resources, the relationships, you will find yourselves very much like the wagon manufacturer in 1919 when automobiles were basically knocking them out left and right. It was a nice business to be in, but they forgot one thing. They forgot they were in the transportation business, not in the wagon business. 
<laughs> We're in the professional services business. Love it. I really enjoyed our conversation today and getting to know each of you a little bit better. I, mean, I was just wondering if, if you have anything that you particularly like our audience to take away from the conversation we had today about Louisville Tile. Well, we're um, really excited about the future at Louisville Tile. I'm really excited about um, our leadership teams, and it's been really fun to fun and exhausting to implement all the changes that we have over the last year. But I think if you talk to us again in another 12 months, we would have a whole lot more to say. Well, I look forward to having that conversation in 12 months. Sure. And I uh, hope we can get you and Matt Crosby to come to Total Solutions Plus next November in Indian Wells, where you can network with some of the other CTDA distributors and maybe even uh, share some more of, of the Louisville Tile story. We would love to. That'd be great. Thanks, guys. It's been great talking to you. Rick, you thanks so much it. for the opportunity. We appreciate it. Everybody, you've been listening to the Because It's Tile podcast from CTDA and our special guest, Matt Saltzman, the CEO of Louisville Tile, and Crosby Hall, Executive Vice President of Corporate Resources. You've just listened to an episode of Because It's Tile podcast. Make sure to catch the next episode. Hit subscribe now. Visit ctdahome.org for more information, training materials, and education on the ceramic tile industry. Thank you for listening.